Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Monday. How was your first weekend off from football, sir? We want to know what time the Chiefs kicked it off yesterday. <laughs> you guys are trying to scramble around going, Mike's going to kill us. I don't even know when this thing, and then, oh, wait a minute. It's over. <laughs> what? Provided discussion, though, and that's what counts. Good. And you also, if you missed the uh, episode of Ned Talk yesterday, you can always download it as a free podcast on our 104.7 The Cave app. I'm sure you guys talked about when players or who's going to be trying to get the remaining Kansas City, who might be leaving, free agents, all that stuff is coming up pretty quick. The subject was discussed, as a matter of fact. The uh, situation is interesting for Kansas City because they are strapped by the salary cap which for them is between 35 and $40 million. That sounds like a lot. It really is not compared to the numbers of players the Chiefs have to sign to get back. Who is a free agent in the National Football League? Well, it's any player who's played four years and is eligible right after the fourth year to become a free agent, either restricted or unrestricted. Most of the cases are unrestricted, but they can't do anything about it until the National Football League business year opens up which in this case is March the 13th. So two days prior to that, teams can negotiate with a free agent's agent. That's kind of a double double meaning right there, but all these free agent players, all of them, matter of fact, have agents, and the owners can discuss terms with those agents. Then on the 13th is the first day you can sign, and then you can sign from really whenever you wish. When you do sign, some of the teams have clauses that say, hey, we can match that offer, and that is that is the restricted free agent. Unrestricted, you go with whomever you wish. The Chiefs have a couple of them, Lejarius Sneed being one of them, Chris Jones being one of them, Willie Gay being one of There are several on that free agent list the Chiefs have to be concerned with. Who do they want? Well, obviously Jones and Sneed, but can they afford them? With a salary cap of about, well, we'll say 35 to $40 million, the Chiefs have to be very judicious with what they do and how they restructure contracts. So it is a very dicey situation for them, but hey, these, these front office folks are professionals, they're very bright, and if anything can be done, then I'm sure they will do it. Hopefully we can figure out a way to keep the band together. Um, it is professional sports, and uh, it will be sad to see if we lose anyone, but that's going to start heating up because the uh, media needs something to talk about. So prepare yourself for the uh, trade rumors for the next few and weeks. The National Football League is brilliant in doing oh, that. Oh, yeah, 110%. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about uh, NASCAR here in a few minutes and how that got rained on. Did they have any bad weather during that golf tournament? They had a little bit of it. They have more coming in today, but the tournament's over. So the they Genesis got it done. Opened, good. So they didn't really get delayed in any way, but the, the star of the show left. And that's Tiger Woods. He was. This is his first tournament in a year, but he made it through Thursday's round, was one over par for that, got about a quarter of the way through Friday's round, and then all of a sudden here comes, here comes the cart out to the green where he was, and I think it was the fourth hole, if I'm not mistaken. And they pick up Woods and take him out. You can't do that. I mean, you're out of the tournament when that happens. Well, that's why he was carted out, because he was feeling ill. He had let it be known through his officials that he needed to withdraw, and out they came and got him away. So the star of the show, he probably would not have been in contention anyway. He wasn't playing very well, but was feeling ill, so he didn't compete. Now, the winner is Hideki Matsuyama, 
And you say, well, who is that? Well, he happened to be the 2021 Masters champion. He's a very, very good golfer, 31-year-older, and he came out of the pack with a brilliant round of nine under par and finished 17 under par, but even more than that, he pocketed the first prize, which is $4 million. This was a $20 million purse, and Matsuyama gets $4 million of it. That's a pretty good little pay weekend, and uh, I think he'll probably take that. Hell, yes, he will. Has uh, Wood said anything since the tournament about what's going on? Not a word. It was described as flu-like symptoms. Yeah, it sucks. Hopefully he didn't get anybody else sick. Uh, what about the Missouri teams when they uh, play their first exhibition game in baseball? We're getting close to that. Players were in camp yesterday. They all reported to camp. They're going through their drills right now, assuming that the weather in Florida has cleared. They had a lot of rain down there yesterday, and, and Arizona for that matter. But uh, the fact is that the Cardinals will play their first games, and it is plural, on Saturday. Play the Astros and the Mets on Saturday because the Cardinals are going to split their squad. We'll see quite a bit of that this year in spring training because the Cardinals have some key decisions to make as far as players are concerned, who's going to make the squad and who is not. So they'll play a lot of uh, split squad games. They split the squad on Saturday, play a single game against the uh, Nets on Sunday, the Royals, they have a single game. They open up on Saturday as well in Surprise, Arizona, and they will play the Texas Rangers. The Rangers are their training camp buddies out in Surprise, Arizona. So, hey, the baseball season's here, and it's a lot of fun, going to be a lot of fun. So basketball now reigns supreme as pretty much front and center across college and professional sports, at least until the teams start playing their exhibition games. How do our colleges do? This weekend. We had a, a fair weekend as far as the colleges are concerned. Uh, some of the teams played well, others did not play well. The Bears were up against Valparaiso, one of the lesser teams in the Missouri Valley Conference, playing before, and I don't mean this as a political statement, before a few friends and neighbors at the Great Southern Bank Arena. And the Bears didn't look very good. They kind of played sluggish basketball. Valparaiso has talent. They're a young basketball team, but they're still young and uh, make a lot of mistakes. But they're leading the Bears, and they're leading them by 10 with seven minutes to go in the game. And that is when the Bears suddenly snapped out of their hibernation. Chance Moore went on a run. The Bears went on a run, outscored Valparaiso 18 to nothing, and won the game pulling away 82 to 74. So win the Bears had to have not to really change their place in the standings because Missouri State's already assured of being in the play-in round. But the fact is they needed the win for their confidence. Missouri State plays Bradley and that'll be coming up on Wednesday night here in town. Bradley is a very good basketball team. Lady Bears won both their games, beat Indiana State and Evansville on the road. Lady Bears are playing well. Drury had a doubleheader with McKendry, which is a Great Lakes Valley Conference member. McKendry's out of Lebanon, Illinois, and the Lady Panthers win. Lady Panthers have won 12 in a row now, playing very, very well. But the Panthers, the men's team, beaten 72 to 56, I think the final score was. And uh, really, that's, that's, you can't have that. And Missouri's men, or uh, the Drury men's team is under 500, nine, uh, 6 and 9 on the year. The Missouri Tigers let one get away. They lay, uh, led Ole Miss virtually the entire game, entire game. And then in the second half, about 10 minutes to go, Missouri went to sleep. Mississippi came roaring back, and Mississippi beat Missouri 79-76. Missouri has yet to win in the Southeastern Conference. They are 0-12. There are two weeks remaining in the regular season. 
this is just not a very good year. Not a good year for the Tigers at all, but uh, yeah, I feel for you guys big time. Um, What about the uh, Springfield teams? Well, these are baseball. And the Missouri State Bears opened up the season at Monroe, Louisiana against Louisiana Monroe. Used to be named Northeast Louisiana State, but they changed it about 20 years ago. It's Louisiana Monroe, their Sunbelt Conference team. Bears won the first two games, first two games of the series. Yesterday, the Bears in the, in the final up 5 to nothing and let it get away. Pitching has to be worked on now. Keith Gutton knows this. Bears up 5 nothing. All of a sudden, the game tie at 5-5, and it ended up in a 10-8 win for Louisiana Monroe. So the Bears, three games, are two wins, one loss, and play a very tough team tomorrow in Tulsa. It'll be Oral Roberts. They were in the National Baseball Tournament last year, the NCAA National Tournament, and made a name for themselves. It's a good team. Most of those guys are back. This will be a really good test tomorrow and probably going to be a fairly warm day. Yeah, in Tulsa. That, yeah, Oral Roberts is really good. good and a significant challenge for the Missouri State Bears. Now, Drury... Drury had what were scheduled to be four games with Missouri Western out of St. Joseph. They ended up with three because of cold weather. Anyway, one of them a doubleheader, and Drury and Missouri Western split that doubleheader yesterday. But on Saturday when they played, and it was chilly on Saturday, Missouri Western won at 9-6. So Drury is 1-2 and two to start the season and go down into southwest Texas to play this weekend. All right, something else that was supposed to happen this weekend was pretty much the Super Bowl for racing. Unfortunately, there was a little bit of rain going on, so that means uh, if you are in the education system, you're happy today, you might have off, but uh, for those of us that don't, when's racing for Daytona start? Well, the money-making season is what they're in, and they want those crowds to be upwards of 200,000. I wonder how many will show up today for a Monday, and it's a late Monday afternoon start in Daytona. They'll start it at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central. That's when the green flag will fall at the Daytona International Speedway. That is such a classic. I expect that they will have a, a relatively speaking, full house on hand. But yeah, all the excitement pent up and ready to go on Sunday, and NASCAR rained it out early because the rain was going to be there all day long. Hopefully, it will end today. It was supposed to. We'll find out. But 3 o'clock Central Time is when the race is scheduled to start. I, you know, it would be just, and it's nobody's fault, but, you know, you're a big fan of whatever sport. You travel to that city. You go get the hotel and all that stuff. You're supposed to be flying out today. That would really be a drag. (laughs) Ned, you have a great Monday, and I'll see you tomorrow.